Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, everybody. I'm a recovering addict named Mary. My clean date is January 10th, 2015. I attend meetings in Asheville, North Carolina, the Western North Carolina area of Narcotics Anonymous. And my home group is Sisters in Spirit. We meet on Thursdays at 6 p.m. This is August 26th. Choosing intimacy over isolation. Caring and sharing the NA way is the ultimate weapon against our alienating, isolating, destructive disease. Living Clean, Chapter 5, Opening Essay. Experiencing loneliness is an inevitable part of the human condition. For many addicts, this loneliness is amplified by how different we felt from our peers. We've had trouble fitting in or we're just plain weird. We needed too much attention and alienated others in our efforts to get it. Or we wanted none of that. Instead, we stayed silent and hoped that others wouldn't notice us. Drugs helped us deal with those feelings and experiences. Initially, using made us feel more normal, more comfortable in our own skin. It allowed us to be more social and most importantly, created a buffer to keep us safe from intimacy and vulnerability. Early in recovery, we learned that our disease is fueled not only by getting loaded, but by keeping us isolated from others and from ourselves. When we first get clean and we don't have drugs as that extra layer of defense, we are raw. Narcotics Anonymous provides us with opportunities to heal that rawness through intimate relationships with other addicts. Allowing ourselves to share fearlessly with another addict is truly the salve for our isolation. Even with years clean, a voice in our heads will tell us that we're better off dealing with or not dealing with our problems alone. However, we know the act of revealing ourselves and being present for others is the most powerful antidote to our very human state of loneliness and to our default addict state of believing we're just too weird. Even though sharing may be uncomfortable, I will take a risk and allow myself to be seen by another addict. I will choose connection over isolation. All right, folks, we're back August 26th, so welcome, everybody. We're here with Jennifer W. Jennifer, can you share your thoughts on choosing intimacy over isolation? Yeah, thanks, Douglas. I, um, I do think the first, the first uh, line in this of experiencing loneliness is an inevitable part of our human condition or the human condition, and I think, um, you know, uh, myself, well, when I think about myself and, and loneliness, it's not like a comfortable feeling. It's one of those ones that's really like sometimes hard to, it can take your breath away. Mm. And, um, and in reading this, I realized, you know, there's a couple different things. Like I can walk into a room at a party, you know, some sort of function or a meeting 
you know, or even, you know, at work in the conference room and, and still feel lonely. You know, it's not, you know, feeling lonely doesn't have anything for me to do with how many people I surround myself or what I do. It's, it's this, this condition yeah. of somehow I've, I've separated myself from everyone else and that, you know, I've made myself a part of being alone. You know, nobody else is thinking and looking at me going, oh, well, she must be lonely because we're in a room full of people. It's, you know, I separate myself. I make myself different. I don't want to speak about anything. Um, and, 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 you know, and, and for me, I'm, I'm pretty outgoing and social and, and chatty. And so when I set myself up in a position to where I'm somewhere where I'm just kind of standing back and I'm mm. looking around and I'm not, you know, I'm not interacting and I don't think I have anything to offer or talk about. That's like usually when loneliness hits me the most and that's when I want to isolate. Then all of a sudden I'm separate from you, so I'm going to step away and I'm going to go, you know, not not be a part of something. Um, I know a lot of us confuse it too and I'm glad you took it. I'm, I'm glad you, you spoke about that piece. And another piece is that we kind of look at, we gloss over what you're talking about there, that loneliness piece of actually participating in events that are happening to, to, to looking at loneliness is, hey, I have the absence of a significant other. Right. I'm not fucking anybody right now. Right. Or I'm not, nobody's calling me their, their girlfriend or their boyfriend. Or right. I'm not, you know, in, in all that stuff, I'm not getting, you know, the text throughout the day that says, hey, you know, um, can't wait to, you know, see you, this or that. And then it's like, oh, that, that must be long. Well, no, no, that the presence of those things in our life does not equate lack of loneliness. Right. Right. And I, and I think we, like we missed that part too. And it's the exact same. Like I could be with somebody, you know, physically say, you know, however you want to put it, just like you're talking about in that room and, and, and life's going on, whatever that situation is and still, and still feel thousand miles away a hundred percent and so alone yeah yeah so alone and and, and sometimes it's kind of like you what, what we're looking at here about this about this um this rawness piece you know which we can transition into but but sometimes it's like i'll do anything to avoid feeling that rawness whether it is i mean you know the the big three i hear about all the time is like food sex and money right you know to so 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 all that how how do we start to, to to choose this intimacy over isolation like whoop, and, and to navigate the fear that that comes along with that well I think you know my, my experience has been you know over the years is that I really you know the, the, the separation the, the lonely piece for me is really about not being okay with me right I'm not oh, regardless of situations it doesn't matter stuff who's like that. around it doesn't yeah. matter you know what it what what you know whether I'm married whether my kids are home whether I'm not you know what I mean mm. you know I could be sitting in a room with my kids and feel alone you know or, or feel yeah, alone yeah. but really it's you know it's it's typically about what's going on with me that I'm not good enough just being here being me you know that's mm. when I start to separate myself and I think I think when when we talk about a little bit about like intimate relationships with other addicts a lot of times it's my my inability or my unwillingness to participate in those in, intimate relationships and then I'm not good enough. Yeah, but what happens though? That's what I'm saying is like like when we when, when we can see ourselves uh -huh. saying, "Look, man, I'm I'm uh, so I'm feeling lonely or isolated, you know, uh -huh. whatever." And I'm kind of looking at my actions and 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 I see 
okay, this feeling I'm feeling right now is a direct result of of me not participating. So, so right. understand that. So then, but what's next? Yeah, like what's you you know like so if we have listeners who are finding themselves like, damn Jennifer, I'm that's me. You yeah. know that's where. So so what do is it is is it as simple as like saying okay get to the meeting and share? I know it's more than that. You know I know yeah. that that in a, in and of itself isn't the only participation piece. Well, recently, and I probably, the only way that I can really like verbalize, you know, the experiences that I've had is, you know, I feel like I've been in this place before where, you know, I want to crawl out of my skin, right? Like this feeling of, you know, oh my gosh, now all of a sudden I'm not participating and now I have this, you know, this feeling of loneliness, which is, which is uncomfortable. I mean, it's probably one of the most uncomfortable feelings that I've had over Mm. the years. Um, and sometimes, you know, part of this is, you know, relying on my higher power to say, like, I'm feeling a certain way. I don't know what to do with this. Um, so I need to, you know, I, sometimes I just got to sit, right? Take a couple deep breaths. Which like, is rough. Which is, which is fucking which rough, is the, man. Probably, <laughs> I think, for addicts, one of the, the worst parts of this feelings process that we have, mm. right? And, and it's like, if I just sit through this, this is actually going to pass at some point. And it's still today. I don't always participate in that process. You know, I'll be like, well, I'm going to go, you know, this is my, my go-to. I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to buy, you know, some Ben and Jerry's <laughs> and I'm only going to eat part of it, not the whole thing. And then the whole thing's gone and then I feel sick. And so I'm not feeling anything anymore because I'm, you know, mm. or I'm watching some sappy movie on TV that's, you know, do, you know, changing the way that, you know, I, I you know, I, I feel. So and, you're escaping. So I'm some, totally escaping. Way, yeah. But I've just had so many recent experiences where I can literally sit in a room it's quiet. Nobody else is around. And all I want to do is do something to change the way that I feel. And if I can sit there for five minutes, and and it's the longest five minutes of my life. It feels mm. like 12 hours, you know. Mm. Eventually, it, it passes. And, and that weird anxiety that I get and where I feel like my stomach's churning and my head won't stop, you know, running and running and running and and it's never good things when it's running in my head right it's always this thing of you should be you should be what's wrong with you you know what i mean what 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 is it about you that you know why are you here why do you feel this way and that piece well that's the weird piece isn't it like with this right is that is that the weird piece that that the text is talking or the 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 last paragraph is talking about it's like yeah my right? default is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I tell people all the time. That's you, funny. This, this piece for me is really, it is funny because, A, my kids and I, we, we, we refer to ourselves as the weird family. But, um, That's cool. So this piece is here. But there are times where I'm like, when I feel a certain way and I'm not around like addicts that I'm, you know, in recovery with, like there are things like I'm not talking to my coworkers about this. There is no oh, 100, 100, way, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like there is something yeah. about our default addict state only addicts can understand, yeah. right? And so there's no way I'm going to be telling my boss like, you know, oh, by the way, I was sitting at home the other night and I was feeling, you know what I mean? Right. I was feeling lonely. Right. <laughs> you know so I, mean? I jumped on the Ben and Jerry bandwagon. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. That's funny. But it, it really is. It really is. I We talk about the human state of loneliness. We talk about the default addict state of mind. And, you know, those two combined sometimes can be 
really difficult difficult to navigate through and, and and i wish there was like some easy like we'll do this and you'll feel better but like that's not how it works around here you right know, one thing that pops out though with that is like you know uh my sponsor and our, and, and our, our close friend paul you know always talks about and he says it so beautifully too he's like that two percent mm-hmm. you know and i think this really this reading really speaks to that is like when I need to kick it out, whether I label it as weird or really fucked up, you know, whatever, whatever that 2% that I really don't want you to, to know about me, bro, we kick that two out and man, that brings us all together. together man. Yeah. That brings us all, you know, that brings us home. And I, I really think, and this has been my experience in the past few years is that when I am, I'm struggling through something and it's messy and it's muddy yeah. and, and, and it, you know, when I look at my life as whole, I'll be like, Ugh, how did I get here? The, and I'm sharing about what's going on in my life. I've had some, some really cool experiences with some women where they're like, I, like, I need you to sponsor me. And I'm like, do you have any idea? What did you happened? hear what I just did shared? Did you just hear what I shared about like where I am? And they're like, yeah, I want you to sponsor me. I think that too, that's that addicts, you know, that addicts default state, man. Like we need to hear that so that others can relate to it so that we know who we can reach out to. You know, it's like, Hey man, I heard you share about this. Like, this is what's going on with me and like help. And, um, and that piece is, it's really powerful and weird or not, man, it, it works. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others. As we go out into the world, stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm